Hello, gardeners, farmers, compost enthusiasts, and growers. Welcome to The Healthy Garden, the show where soil is important and growing a healthier world is job one. Okay, I hope that you've all had a really nutritious meal today and lots of really wonderful fresh air to breathe because we're going to get into something different than what we were going to get into. We were supposed to be doing organic houseplant care part two, but we're going to have to push that one back until next week because I've been doing a lot of thinking lately about growing and gardening and the whole lawn and garden market. And I had this revelation the other day that to me, it was huge. And I think, I hope you guys all think it's huge as well. You know, everyone's talking about climate change and environment and what hit me was a massive shift in the way that I would like to present to you to view gardening. So what began as the English lawn in the early 17th century and then blossomed in the early 18th century with the formal and symmetrical English garden has now morphed into this whole other thing that we're going to talk about as the show progresses, and I'm gonna give it to you in little snippets, little slices, little pieces of the onion that we peel back. So we've been gardening the same way for centuries. What I am going to share with you today is a paradigm shift. It's a massive change inside your heart, inside your soul, inside your hands as you touch the earth, and play with those plants and manipulate them and move them and put them where they're supposed to be because this is something that helps save this planet. Hey podcasters, did you know that Malibu Compost also sponsors the Healthy Garden blog? You can go on to the Malibu Compost website at malibucompost.com forward slash the Healthy Garden blog. There's a ton of information there that we've put up and we try to post every week different, different things for you like why are we supposed to compost in the fall? Why I love compost tea, freedom of choice, which gets into all the different choices that you have out there in the marketplace and how to exercise them. Also, there's one on big food that talks about how big ag and big chem play a big role in all the stuff that all of you buy each and every day. So we hope you'll take a second, go on to the website and learn more about growing a healthy garden and growing a healthy world. of the gardens that made the house no longer 
the focus of the estate, but rather a feature of the garden, was by England's greatest gardener, Lancelot Capability Brown. His design was that rocket pad that just launched landscape architecture into the modern age and away from the French garden that had been the traditional garden throughout Europe before that time. We have followed that path. We've been on that path. And that garden had big English lawns. And those big English lawns and landscapes spread across Europe and then they became a staple there and then they moved across the pond to America. In the 1780s, rather, a shaker company in Pennsylvania started producing top quality grass seed and all of a sudden nurseries began to spring up near Philadelphia. Thomas Jefferson even planted a huge English style lawn at his estate, Monticello. The lawn fab then went all the way from the south up to the north and up into New England. So here we are. Think about what I'm telling you guys. The lawn, plants, the whole thing. We've been doing this for centuries and we've been doing it in a, in, in a very, very organic way to start. And then things started to shift. The big lawn back at the, in, the, in those days was a sign of wealth. It showed people that you didn't need that plot of land right there to farm for your animals or to put a building. So it showed everybody like, hey, look at me. I got a nice patch of lawn here. I'm doing all right. So that was mostly a sign of aristocracy. And that's what was happening with these lawns. And what it did, it, it, it was it was such a huge success that all of a sudden the everyday person wanted to have their piece of lawn too. And the whole lawn and garden market started to shift when this one thing happened in August of 1839. This guy named Edwin Budding, he was granted a patent on guess what? A lawnmower. The first lawnmower. And that made it a little bit more affordable for people who were not the everyman, but not the aristocracy, the people that were in between to start having lawns. And it started to take the cost of caring for a lawn down. Very quickly, as everything happens in the modern world post-industrial revolution, another guy goes, hey, I can make a better lawnmower than this guy. And so all of a sudden what happened was it was replaced in the, in the 1850s. A guy named Thomas Green, really good last name for a guy to invent a lawnmower, made a much lighter and faster and uh, much more um, uh, easier to manipulate and use when cutting the lawns. And that lawn, uh, lawnmower became much more closer to what we're used to looking at in terms of lawnmowers today. The lawnmower did another thing, too, for society in that, in that uh, mid-Victorian era. What it did was, in England, suburbs were starting to sprout up. Big suburban areas were sprouting up. And what happened was, so the lawn became a big feature of the garden. Planting, planter beds, all those things became features of the garden. And at the same time, sports fields. So what happened, we had lawn tennis spring up. We had football, not American football, what we call soccer in America, 
started to spring up. And those people that were living in the suburbs were the people that started to attend the sporting events. So the lawnmower and the lawn had a huge effect on all of this. What happened was the lawn, you know, soon became an element of style instead an element of wealth in the lawn. And we had more and more and more plants being shipped over from Europe to the nurseries here in America. People were starting to put different types of um, gardening together and different types of design together. And all of a sudden, when America exploded after World War II and the VA loans came out and we had the suburbanization of America, everybody in America had a lawn. Everybody had a garden. It was a huge thing. What happened after World War II, though, was we had the chemical and synthetic explosion. And today, you are taking it back. People ask me all the time, what is Malibu compost? And I tell them, people want a replacement for chemical and synthetic fertilizers. We created a line of farm-made, true organic, biodynamic, and non-GMO soil products so you can grow a beautiful, safe, and healthy garden. Malibu compost, growing healthy soil for your healthy garden. And now a new day has come up over the horizon and the true organic revolution begins. It begins with you, the gardeners of the world. We can walk away from the 71 million pounds of fertilizers that are used on lawns every year in the United States. The days of using two to three pounds of fertilizer, like 10, 20, 10, and 15, 15, 15, for every 100 square foot of garden, those days are over. We can now take our rightful place at the table. What do I mean? What do I mean by this? Well, why are we gardening? Why are we buying organic? Why are we eating organic? Why do we even care about this stuff? One reason, health. That's the main reason that we're doing this for our health, our kids' health, the, the health of the planets, uh, the health of, of, of the animals, the health of the soil. Health. That's the reason that we're doing this. Today, I'm so excited about this because it it, it's one of those things that just hit me and just knocked me off my feet as I thought about this and, and got deeper into thought on this and just let myself run with it. So here we go. We start with, you know, landscaping in the 17, you know, in the 1700s and the 1800s. And we move into the 1900s and here we are in the 2000s. It kind of got hijacked after World War II. The whole world got hijacked in terms of chemicals, in terms of, uh, of synthetics, and in terms of faster, bigger, more, you know, 
it all changed at that point. And what's happened today, we're so lucky because we're, we're trying to look for solutions, alternatives, a different way to do it. And, and the beauty of, of this is that we get to do that. So today the paradigm shift begins. Today the gardeners begin to grow true organic. Today we, you, the gardeners become the stewards of the earth. We're going to take it back. The space that we garden in, every one of us, I'm a gardener, you're a gardener, we all have friends who are gardeners, all of us, we're going to move off this chemical and synthetic paradigm that we've been on, and we're going to go back to much more like it was in the 17th and 18th century, except we don't have to be rich. We don't have to be royalty to have a great and beautiful garden that can have a massive effect on the world. So think about this. Just think about this. This is this really flipped me out. What if half the United States, what if half the world grew their gardens with true organic protocols? What kind of effect would that have on the planet? We could literally change the world. We could change the planet. We could help the environment we could be a part of you. Every person out there listening, you could be responsible for cleansing the environment with your beautiful plants. You could be sequestering nutrients. You could be growing biology that's been dead in land and, and on properties for forever. You can offset the damage that has been created for the last... 75 years from big chem and big ag. So here's the question, right? That's how do we do it? Yes, of course we want to do it. Of course we want a replacement for all of this chemical and synthetic stuff. Of course we know that cancer is, 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 has run rampant and has destroyed lives and destroyed people's families. Of course we all know that. And of course none of us want it. And none of us want to really inside of us have any part of any of this. What we want to do is we want to grow food. We want to grow roses. We want to have a little patch of lawn that's safe for our dog to go on or safe for the kids to go out on and play and that they're not going to get sick from it. That's what we all want because all of us inside, I believe, I believe all of us have goodness inside of us and have the best of intention inside of us. I don't believe that we all have bad intention or that people only want to do harm or only want to do good. I believe that that humankind, mankind is kind and wants to do the right thing. So what do we do? We put down the chemicals. We make compost at home. We learn how to have a worm bin. We start supporting only real organic protocols and and companies that will make it simple and easy for you to grow healthy plants, a healthy lawn, and the healthiest food you've ever eaten. And it is really simple. We just went through, uh, I believe, six episodes where we talked about um, organic protocols. And we're going to get into those deeper. And I'm hoping people will reach out to us and, you know, and ask us more questions about this. The problem up until now is that nobody was giving 
out the information. You know, we're, we're having to like, you know, we're shooting in the dark on this stuff. And so the reason that we started the Healthy Garden podcast was to make, was to give you guys some information. Because you guys are the heroes. You guys are the guys that are going to change this planet. As you grow your plots, your beds, your community garden, uh, you take it to your golf course, you, you go to anywhere that you are gardening or are involved in gardening, and you're going to bring out this new idea, this new paradigm shift. Hey, everybody, we're the stewards of the earth. We're taking it back. We don't have to be victims to, to this insanity that's been going on forever. And we don't have to listen to ways of growing and ways of gardening that have only been around for 75 years. What about the rest of agriculture and the rest of gardening and the rest of growing and the rest of all of it that we know inside of us that is generational? If we take care of the microbes, if we foster the soil, if we grow good soil, we save healthy seed, then we, you, can be the environmental hero that you've always wanted to be. And all of us, every single one of you listening, all of you, can start this change, can make the paradigm shift, can be that environmental hero starting right now starting today please ask any questions that you have on our facebook twitter and instagram pages and also download and subscribe and follow the healthy garden podcast on apple podcasts podbean and Google Podcast. And join us next week for another exciting and interesting look at gardening, growing, farming, health, and how we all might make this place that we call home a better place. Until then, thank you, and happy and healthy gardening.